Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are so glad to have you today. If you would, uh, if you're getting value from this podcast, if you're learning about Jesus and you want to share that with others, we'd appreciate it. If you like, leave a comment, share, uh, help us reach more people for Jesus. We are back with Michael Scott Suddeth. Glad to have him here again today. And uh, Obi was asking a question where we left off on the last episode, and we're going to jump right back in right there. Yeah, I was just asking, uh, you know, right after you had that meeting with your associate pastor, I, I have I have done the same thing where where I've I've gone and met with my associate pastor just to try to get some clarity, try to get some uh, some direction, some some you know, try to figure out you know where I'm at uh, in my in my faith and in my walk with the Lord. What did you take from your discussion with with him? Well, first of all, we went through First John, like I said, and First John is um, a book that's basically designed to help you know whether or not um, you've been saved. And so I kind of went through First John. I, I prayed about First John, and you know, I got some closure there. And then, you know, just I just felt like I was in a rut. Like I I was growing, I was growing, I was growing, and then I plateaued. Right. And you know, I've always heard people say that you know the word of God is living. You know, that's if you want to hear God speak, you're not. I mean. People don't normally hear an audible voice in right. them, but if you want to hear God speak, it's right here in this word. And, you know, just earnestly getting in this book, desperate for answers, God reveals himself. Right. I mean, if you earnestly seek his face, he will reveal himself to you at some point. He might make you wait a little bit, but that, I mean, that's the name of the game with God, um, waiting for the Lord. And so he's, he's revealed a lot of stuff to me. Um, I've had several, you know, moments doing my devotional where I'm like, yeah, okay, this is why I was going through that. And, I mean, just tears. Right. And, you know, and uh, like this morning is just another one. I Before I came up here, my devotional uh, is in Joel 2, 13, the second part of the verse. It says, return to the Lord your God, for he's gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. That's slow to anger. Every time I mess up, I'm like, golly, I know he's mad. But that's that's the funny thing. That's our human nature. That's Satan putting a bug in our ear. He doesn't get mad at us. You know, he's he's not an angry God. He's slow to anger. That's exactly right. I mean, and everything that you do wrong that you think God might be mad at you about, I mean, if you've accepted Jesus, that slate's clean. He doesn't see that. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of a lot of this book right here and. You know, he's... Could you read that verse one more time? Absolutely. Uh, so it's Joel 13, 2.13b. So the second part of the verse says, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Man, what I take, what I take from that uh, verse is the first sentence, uh, return to me, return to me. And, and that's something that's really been on my heart a lot lately. Um, I talked about a, fr- a few podcasts ago about 
you know, you know, every, every, every human being has a, has weakness. They have things they struggle with. Uh, some are the same with, you know, some are completely different. Um, you know, Sean, Sean hit on, you know, that he struggles with anxiety from time to time. Just fear of the unknown is what I kind of consider anxiety. Um, I struggle with that too. And, uh, I was listening to a sermon, um, you know, and I talked about it a couple podcasts ago where this guy was discussing that, discussing anxiety, worry, fear, uh, just because if <laughs> in the last two years with the pandemic, um, you know, the, the cases, clinical cases of anxiety have jumped from 11% to like 41% of the United States is actually clinically on some, on some type of medication for some form of anxiety or depression or whatever, you know, um, you know, they may be taking it for, but all that being said, uh, this pastor was hitting on the fact that as Christians, we know what we should do. Uh, we know that we should be obedient to God and getting in the word and seeking him daily so that we can ultimately align our thoughts with his thoughts. And, you know, when we, the Bible tells us that when our thoughts are aligned with the Lord's thoughts, that that's when we experience that peace and that joy that you were talking about earlier, Michael Scott. So, you know, whenever I think about that verse you just read, the very third, first thing that comes out to me is return to me, which um, that's that's what we struggle with as humans. We, we struggle with um, getting into a season of things going well, and we're not returning to him. We're not, we're not coming back to the Lord. And, and so it's like, oh, well, things are going well. I'll skip my devotional this morning and just go ahead and get right to work or get right on this whatever worldly thing that I need to do that, um, that keeps us from seeking him. And, you know, it, I was talking to Amy about it just the other night. I was just like, it just baffles me how – we can, as humans, know what got us to this point of peace and then stop doing it Yeah, and, and stop being intentional about getting in the word, being obedient, seeking him, just doing everything that we can to grow and flourish our relationship with the Lord. And I'm just so guilty of it. And so I feel like I need a constant reminder of why it's so important to be intentional uh, I feel like that God's just been like tapping me on the head <clears throat> all the time. I, I, I truly think that he allows our lives to feel like there it's everything's unraveling whenever we are not actively seeking him. Um, like you said, I mean, in my own life, uh, I feel the same, I feel the same way. So, you know, uh, he, he allows things to happen to get our attention. One, 1000% he does. Marcus Scott, uh, you mentioned talking to your associate pastor. It's one thing that I want to kind of hammer on here is that uh, obviously you have at least one person that you can go to when you're struggling with something or when you're going through something. Talk about your support network, uh, who those guys might be, and how they've kind of helped guide you in your Christian walk. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, I've got an accountability group, uh, and it's it's – two of the McGarvey boys and then two of the Bailey boys and then uh, Trey Gillespie. And we, I mean, we walk through the same devotional together and like we've got a group text and if it, there's anything going on that like we're worried about, we need prayer for, I mean, just shoot a quick text. And I mean, it's just, 
overwhelming support and there's that's cool and it's yeah it's like I I feel is this somebody y'all found you found like a group you found at church or well two of the boys are my brother-in-laws and then two of the other ones are just buddies and then another one is just another friend of ours we actually none of us go to the same church we just all kind of grew up together very cool yeah it's a it's a really good group of guys and you know it's you know one of the one of the guys recently got a new job and it was he was going in for an interview. Hey, man, we're all praying for you. Hey, he got the job. Everybody's just supporting this kid because, I mean, he's it's a big step for him. I mean, you know, he's he just had a baby here recently, so, I mean, it's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing on the other end of the spectrum. Hey, man, I'm, I'm going through this. Well, hey, dude, do you, do you want to go uh, go to the track and run or something? We can talk. Sure. Just stuff like that, and it's – I mean, I, that I, I kind of talked to them a, a bit about that when I was in that rut, and I mean, it was just every day. Um, hey, man, are, are you? How, how are you today? Are you are, checking how, you? Yeah, checking you. Yeah, yeah. It's that's very, awesome. Very thankful for that. We we talk a lot about being kingdom men here. Um, if you listen to any of our podcasts, you've probably heard that phrase, "kingdom man." Um, <clears throat> Tony Evans is the one that kind of coined that phrase. Um, being a kingdom man, I'm sure there's somebody. He coined it for me anyway. He's got a book called The Kingdom Man. Um, he's got a book called Rise Up Kings. Um, you know, part of being a kingdom man is being a man that um, is an encourager, that has an accountability group that he relies on to sharpen him and that he helps sharpen you know right. that that that's part of being that's that's one attribute of being a kingdom man and Absolutely. and uh super cool that you guys have that group because uh it's 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 vital in our walk with the lord uh man you you can't do it alone you got to have those those brothers in christ that are that are helping you pull pull the same way on the rope uh, to help sharpen you, so man, that's 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 amazing. A lot of uh, what the uncomfortable truth is predicated on is uh, our, our. A great word, Sean. Predicated. predicated. <laughs> yeah, that is good. 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 Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen. Uh, iron sharpens iron. Like our logo is uh, is an anvil, and you know we got Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen up there, and so that's that's a big deal. You know, I I believe it's. Um, what God wants us to do is uh, is not only fellowship, serve, and love one another, but you know to to sharpen one another and and to be there for each other. Absolutely, Michael Scott. It sounds like in the past year or so that uh, you've been intentional about your relationship with the Lord, and uh, I I can feel that intentionality coming off of you as far as your relationship with the Lord and your relationship with the, your brothers in Christ. Uh, talk a little bit about how you can how you continue to be intentional with that and with your relationship to continue moving forward. Yeah. So, I mean, I read this book, um, probably back in like March, April, uh, it's called beautiful outlaw. It's by John Eldridge. He's my favorite author. I think y'all have talked about wild at heart a little bit on this podcast. Yeah. He wrote, he wrote wild at heart. And what that book is, is he goes through, the different personality traits of Jesus and how he, what his goal in that book is to clear away the religious fog that society puts on Jesus and on, and on Christianity in general, because I mean, 
Jesus is a relationship. He's not a religion. Right. Um, and so one of those uh, chapters in that book, one of his personality traits is fierce intentionality. And um, what it kind of hit on in that chapter was when they had turned um, the the temple into a place of, of mark. They were selling and, you know, they had cattle in there and everything. And Jesus comes in and starts flipping tables. You know, he's furious. And, uh, you know, I kind of took that. And I mean, John does such a good job of illustrating that. He talks about, like, the hooves, like, bouncing off the tile floor as he comes in there and just, like, causes a scene. Because, I mean... That's not what the church is for, you know. Right. And, you know, I kind of, I took that and I was like, you know, that's that's so crazy because, you know, we read about Jesus and we learn about Jesus growing up and we think he's like this, he's just head and shoulders, his hair is so perfectly straight and he's got this perfect beard and blue eyes and, you know, this linen robe, robe that's perfectly white. And, right. uh, man, that is not who Jesus was, is. And, I, you know, I thought about that and it's just like, man, you – as we walk through this life, I mean, yes, you have to love unconditionally, um, but at the same time, you have to be intentional with your faith as far as, you know, if if something like our accountability group, if if I'm doing something wrong, I need I need somebody in that group. If if I'm too stupid and ignorant to realize it myself, I need somebody in that group to, you know, snap their fingers and hey man. You need to act right. Hold and you to the flame. Absolutely. I mean, because we're not getting any better if we don't do that. Yeah. Right. Amen to that. I got a new book to read. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I will buy it for it you. Sounds like beautiful, it sounds like beautiful going. Outlaw, you said? A, a beautiful Outlaw <coughs> by John Eldridge. And I'm outside of the Bible, it has been the most instrumental book to my faith that I've ever read in my entire life. Man, that's, that's cool. exciting. Um, I'm literally... For two days, I've been trying to figure out what I'm reading next because I'm I'm on like probably the last chapter of the of the book that uh, that I'm reading now. So I'm 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 all all the books that I read. Um, that's the effect that I'm hoping to get, you know, with each new book. So uh, I'm excited about this one. Oh man, I was in tears like three different times reading that book. I'm wow. telling you, and you know the intentionality thing that, it, that it's it's just the same on the other end of the spectrum. You know, my father-in-law, we kind of hit on the McGarvey's earlier, how, how good of a guy he is. Um, that's kind of what I I look up to. Like, he he is intentional. He's got four kids, and he's so intentionally loving to every single one of them. You know, he's he instills confidence in not only his kids, but everybody that he's around. And I know that that's, that's a direct result of his relationship with Jesus. Amen. And so I've really tried to – I almost said model my game like I'm some kind of an athlete. But um <laughs> hey, but like hey, yeah. I love it because I, it sounds like he's a great mentor. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. We all need those guys in our life. Absolutely. Well, you want to you want to model your game after somebody like him. That's, absolutely. That's that's cool. Um man, that's I like that. Yeah, that's good. I think we I mean, we all need guys that we look up to. You know, you see there's people that we see how they live. And and even though, you know, we know that they know Jesus, and we know that we know Jesus, but their game is just so much better than ours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, man, like, I, I need a little bit of what you got. I actually need a lot. Like, what are you doing? Let me get around you. Let me let me see what you're doing. What's your walk like? What are you reading right now in the Bible? What books are you reading? You know, right. what, are you, what are you putting into your mind uh, in order for you to act like this every day and it not be 
disingenuous. Right. You know, I think we have a culture of, of uh, it, I'm going to say a culture of, of Christians, and this has been going on forever. It was like, especially in our areas, that people know, people know what they should act like. They know what they should know. They know what they should say. They know how to be perceived. Uh, we know how to be perceived as a uh, person walking with the Lord. But if it's not genuine, it will come out. That's right. You know, we think about, I just think about all the Christians, you know, we, we all, we're all um, professed Christians. You know, we, we walk, we, we want, uh, we want everyone to know that, that uh, we love Jesus and we want to spread the love of Jesus. But we all know those Christians that seem like, you know, we, we talk about at the end of our podcast every week, uh, go out and kick the day in the face. We all talk, we all, we all know Christians that look like they got kicked in the face. And we all know Christians that look like they just kicked the day in the face. And, you know, when I think about what you're talking about, Michael Scott, uh, you know, Mr. McGarvey walks around looking like he just kicked the day in the face every day. And, and, and that's so cool because um, that's that's what we aspire to be like. We we want we want that peace, that joy, um, that confidence in in our lives, so that ultimately we can be that sounding board that we get from them, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we want we want fierce intentionality in our yeah, lives. That's a, a great term. Uh, I love that. That's a great term. Don't, don't just be intentional. Like, yeah. right. <clears throat> I always, um, I'm a, I'm a mentor at Texas Farm Bureau and I, I teach uh, new agents coming in ha- about selling life insurance. And one of the things that I always tell them is that you're an average of the top five people you hang around. So pick your top five wisely. And, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting concept and uh, I, I think it goes hand in hand with uh, with our spiritual walk and just knowing who we're surrounding ourselves with, and uh, you know, so absolutely. You know, when you're when you're growing up and you're in school and uh, you're sitting in class, I don't know if they do this anymore before class starts, and they'll you know they start going down the roll, right? It's here or present, right? Um, uh, Obi Baker, present. Sean Baker, here. Michael Scott said us. Okay, so we're calling out that we're here, that we're present. And where I'm going with this is, in order to be, there's two There's two kind of being presence, right? Or there's, there's a couple different, more than two, but there's two There's two forms of being present. One is when they call a role in school. I'm here. My body is physically here. Right. The second one is actually being present. And when you're talking about um, intentionality, and then we're talking about uh, Doug McGarvey, um, what I get from him when I'm w- when I'm with him is a f- he's present, right? In order to be intentional, we have to be present. Like we have to be intentional about being present. But we have to be present. We have to be aware of the situation of this person that I'm talking to right now needs my full attention. And I think we lose that. It's so like we are so are we're so full of distractions. Absolutely, and we give to distractions too much. I do, and, and that's a game changer for if you're talking to somebody that might be on the fence about Jesus or not even have any interest about Jesus at all. But they they've seen people that go to church. They've they've seen uh, preachers on TV that talk to these masses of people. But they know that man that guy doesn't really genuinely care about any of them. 
But if you're one-on-one with somebody and they can tell that you're present with them, like, hey, I'm right here with you and nothing else. I mean, we're talking about this. I mean, that that's going to get them wondering, like, man, what what in the world is it about him that is, like, so, like, here? Like, why is he so into, like, why, why is he so invested into my life? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's, I mean, ultimately that's going to plant a seed. Absolutely. You're exactly right. So I think we need to go out and search for ways to be intentional. Um, you know, one thing that I just started doing, uh, because my wife got me on it last week. Um, we were, we went to Applebee's and, um, we hadn't been to Applebee's in probably five years. You went because that song, didn't we you? sure did. <laughs> we went Applebee's. Uh, at, at, Addie's in the back seat and she's like, you know, um, does Applebee's really have Oreo shakes? Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope said, so. As a matter of fact, they do. And she said, can we go there? You know? I hope they're paying this, that dude a lot of money because their stock just went up. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we go to Applebee's and, uh, of course you have a waitress at Applebee's and, and, uh, we get our food and the waitress brings us our food and she's like, well, do you need anything else? And Amy says, you know, we're about to bless the food. Is there anything that we can pray for you about? And I thought that was such a awesome way to just easily make it a part of the conversation to make sure that this young lady knows that uh, she's serving Christians and that we want to pray for her. And, and, um, and she said, you know, I don't, I don't really know um, of anything. I can't think of any. It was kind of caught her off guard. You know, she said she couldn't really think of anything uh, off the top of her head. And I said, well, we're going to pray for you anyway. And uh, and I said, we just wanted you to know that. And she almost, you know, got in tears mm-hmm. and said thank you and, and walked away. And, well, yesterday, uh, Jalapeno Tree with one of my agents, exact same thing. Um, you know, I said, well, we're about to bless the foods. Is there something we can pray for you about? Well, my grandmother just passed away, and my mom's going through a really hard time right now. You know, and I asked her her name. <laughs> she said her name was Allison, and. And, and we prayed for Allison, her mom and her grandmother, and just for peace for their family. And it, it's, it's being intentional. You know, that's, I, that's, that's what I think about. I think about being intentional. And every morning when I'm having my quiet time, I ask for God to give me an opportunity to tell somebody about him today. That's, 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 and, and I feel like this is, this is one just real quick, easy way. I'm just about going to go to eat lunch almost every day. You know, uh, I don't always have a waiter. I'm at, you know, flip through the drive through somewhere. But nevertheless, I can ask the drive through lady, hey, thank you for my food. I'm about to bless it. Can I pray for you today? And um, and so anyway, just I, I would just encourage our listeners to to be intentional. Look for opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Look for opportunities <laughs> to uh, to glorify the Lord in, 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 in your everyday life because they're there. They're there. We just have to uh, we have to recognize them and, and take advantage yep. of them. I was watching a video the other day. This guy, I think he does TikTok videos, but I've seen him on YouTube. And um, so what this guy does is he just stands out like on a street corner, and he has a sign in his hand. And the sign says usually something like, "Are you missing somebody for the holidays? Give me a hug." Or "Are you feeling more anxious than normal? Give me a hug." And it was, well, man, it was, like, impactful because people – and he's got a blindfold on, too. Oh, wow. And flowers on the ground. He says, take a flower, give me a hug. Mm-hmm. And people just walk up and 
and like latch onto the dude and and it's so like he's he seems really genuine and I think you know, when you're going out to eat when you're being intentional when you're being present and, and you're you're genuine about all those things it's it makes an impact on people yeah. it has right. to because it's coming from the Lord mm-hmm. and it's it's giving what we've been given and when we give what we've been given the impact is true and it's genuine and people feel that and they they wonder it plants that seed like you said Michael Scott they wonder what's different yep that's exactly right we got to be the difference Michael Scott thanks for joining us today man thank you so Enjoyed much for it. having me it's a refreshing feeling having uh, a young man come in and basically lay out their testimony and know that there are a younger generation of guys um, younger than we are that are out there trying to do the same work and uh, be kingdom men and, and glorify the Lord. So there is still uh, hope in America. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. That it's, starts it's, with it's, Jesus. It's, don't a, it? It's a glimmer uh, in America. It seems like, but man, uh, thank you for, for being a light. Thank uh, you. Yeah. We, we really appreciate you. Awesome. Don't Glad get it twisted. You. I've got, I've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> we all do. Please yeah. Don't. It's an ever-evolving thing. We do, too. We do, too. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Go out and be genuine. Be present. Be intentional about who you see out there in the world today. It's one of the hardest things to do, and it's also one of the easiest things to do, uh, to do those things, to make an impact for Jesus if, if we're aware of and intentional about it. We appreciate you joining us today. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.